Hi, Paul. Hi, Josh. Welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System. Thank the you. The premier podcast for nostalgia. By nostalgia. What? You <laughs> said... <laughs> we, we used to always say that. I know, but uh, did you say it out of order? Uh, Wait, well, you said for nostalgia. By nostalgia. There's a third part of it, isn't there? Uh, well, I think it maybe... I think we used to start it like your premier, your premier nostalgia podcast. By nostalgia for nostalgia. Is that it? Maybe. I'm shouting. I don't know why I'm shouting. <laughs> I don't I don't it's been so long since we've done that. And I I don't know, maybe we should start to maybe we should figure out a way to do that consistently. Yeah. But it's something that we should never discuss off podcast and always just try and figure it out at the very beginning. I as think, we always do. Yeah. Like when we're like, how do we start the show? I don't know. I we don't know. Figure out a way to do that and write it down or something. Mm-hmm. But usually there's also a guest here and they're like, I don't know, sitting here like finger in their butts and <laughs> every guest has done that it's uh i'm gonna say what we're all too scared to say but we're all thinking all of our guests total idiots <laughs> every one of them uh thumb yeah, up their ass finger up their nose <laughs> oh it's even worse when they switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a weird gross ape baby <laughs> but there's no guests here today it's just us two that's why I can say that. That's Yeah, that's true. Next week I'll say, I never said that. Yeah, it'll be stricken from the record. Expunged. Yep. I love that word. Expunged. Expunged. It sounds like it should be related to sponges, but unfortunately it's not. Unfortunately. <laughs> I really wish it was, but. I mean, I guess like I expunged the grime from this dish. <laughs> Is that a proper use of the word expunge? I guess Cool, because I mean, like you usually expunge like someone's record, right? And then uh-huh. you take off the the bad thing that happened. So I guess so. Yeah, you use a sponge to expunge the grime. Yeah. Who knows? This is now a linguist podcast in which we discuss the um, definition of expunge, and in which we have at one point in time discussed the definition of cumshaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you would like to learn the definition of cumshaw. Go on over to the Cumshaw on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where you can partake in the Cumshaw as well. Mm-hmm. We can all Cumshaw there. That's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, it is it is once again just the just the two of us. Uh, <laughs> uh, things with the office have been moving a little slowly, and so mm-hmm. we weren't able to I'm I was still in I, season one. Still in season one. Um yeah, and it's even worse. It's uh, I'm still on the British <laughs> office oh, also. Oh, yeah, that's going to be um, even real slow for you. Yeah, so, no, but I started putting a lot of things together, and then the computer case I bought had been damaged in shipping, Ugh. and so now I'm waiting for a claim to get processed to get it replaced, and so that slowed down a lot of things because now I don't have a computer to have in there, so it's like, well, if there's no computer, then I can't record... 
and like I have to deal with all this stuff and I have like lingering projects I need to work on. So I never got around to scheduling an episode uh, for today, but that doesn't mean we can't make new content. Yeah, we hear the cries from the people. You want content. Wait, they say that? They say you want content? Yeah. To us? Yeah. I mean, I guess I do. I crave content. Just, I just want any any content. Anything. Give me a Quibi. Give me a <laughs> freaking Tic Tac. Give me all this stuff. Wow, Quibi. Nice pull. Thank you. Was uh, that this year? I think it was like a year ago. Wow. Yeah. It was, I recently learned about Quibi. Yeah, it seems like an insane idea. Like a TV show that you watch when you're in line at the bank. What? I know nothing about it other than it was a streaming service that had lofty goals and then immediately crashed and burned. Yeah. It was just like, it was such a bummer to even learn about. Cause it's like, is that really like what Like I was like, not like scared, but I, I was like kind of bummed. I was like, man, I can't believe people want that. And it turns out nobody did. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I was like, okay. So we all agree that that's stupid. Cause also there's like, I mean, you could watch a YouTube video or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I guess personally, this is a thing about me is I like to be at least I try to be like intentional when I'm like watching stuff. Mm. So if I'm going to watch like a show, I want to be like sitting down, paying attention and listening to it. I don't want to like have somebody talk to me um, unless it's like, you know, your friends and you're like watching like a I don't know. I guess if it's a show you've seen already or something like that. But if, if I'm alone, I like to be like paying attention and present. Mm. I don't want to be like watching a show in line at a bank when I'm not really paying attention. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's kind of my, that's kind of my, uh, I don't know. I guess recent problem with listening to podcasts is that I like to listen to them while I'm doing something, Mm -hmm. but I am very rarely now doing something pretty absent mindedly, like the dishes or whatever, where like, I like I I have gone through whole podcasts where I'm like I don't know what happened and mm-hmm. I re-listen to it and I'm like I don't remember any of this. Yeah, you're not you're not taking it in. Yeah. But then it's like I also I have such a hard time working or doing anything in silence. I can't do it. I need like I need to be li- there needs to be some sort of like noise going on. Mhm. That's what this podcast is perfect for. It is. So uh uh good luck with those dishes. Hope you expunge that grime. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you missed a spot over there. You missed a spot. Um, and I am wearing just a towel, like in that Fountains of Wayne song, Stacy's Mom. Mm-hmm. You missed a spot over there. Hey, 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 over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sympathize for those that are, I even empathize really with those that may be folding laundry right now. Mm, yeah. Uh, honestly, I I don't not like it. But I don't like it the way that I've been doing it, which is because we don't have a washer and dryer, like a month and a half of laundry will pile up. Oh, I hate and that. And so it's like, okay, I got to take all of this to the laundromat, do all the laundry, come home and then fold 30 pounds of laundry or however much is in there. Because it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, it's clothes, it's towels, which end up weighing a lot. And it's just like, oh my God, this is so much laundry. Mm-hmm. And there's no space in this apartment to like fold anything really. So it's like, oh, this sucks. You don't just dump it on the couch? Uh, no. Why not? I don't know. Dump I, it on the floor and then put stack it on the couch. Yeah, I know. But the problem here's, and this is, this is me being a little particular. The couch is too low. And like this coffee table is too low. Oh, I see. Like I need, if, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm bending, oh, I'm bending at like what, like a, 
135 degree angle or something, which is pretty uncomfortable. I'd rather be up straight and then like using my arms and everything. Not up hunched over trying to fold all my shirts. Yeah. I mean, what I do is I use the back of the couch and like the arms. So I like stand behind it and then I just have to pull the shirts off and then I balance it on the cushions on the back. Mm, interesting. Yeah. The way that I fold my shirts, I need like a, a space. So That's, you can use the cushion for that. Cushion's not enough room. Oh yeah, I know. I forget that you do have a you have a particular way. I have a particular you, way of folding shirts, mm-hmm. which I think is faster. I use I did that for a while when you showed me how to do it, but then I realized it was taking me much longer to try to get good at it. So I just went back to my old way. Mm. You know what? I recently learned how. It's one of those. So this is one of those moments where you just kind of forget that you can look things up now. Mm-hmm. I was like, how the hell do you fold a fitted sheet? Oh yeah, just look it up. And I realized I can just look it up. And now I know how to fold a fitted sheet. And it's crazy that someone figured out how to fold a fitted sheet. Yeah. I I honestly have not looked it up. I should though. You gotta like you have to like tuck things in they have to, like tuck the corners into corners, fold it in half, and then like tuck new corners into other corners and then like twist things around. Hmm. It it took a while to figure it out. Uh but honestly, it doesn't need to be nice. It just needs to be better than a crumpled ball. Yeah, that's how mine is right now. It's just kind of a crumpled ball. Yep. Speaking but also, of which, my sheets are in the lo- in the laundry. Uh, right I thought you were going to say, speaking of crumpled balls. Speaking of crumpled balls, I got to spread my legs out. Oh. Wow, that was my balls. What were those falling out of my shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that they're just hanging out here, Josh. That's fine. That's fine. I know you like to hang, brain. <laughs> Sometimes I sit in gum, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Wow, that's disgusting. I that's great, <laughs> isn't it? I love that. You know what? I there's there is something that all whenever like whenever people hear something like that and then their reaction is, "Oh my god, that's so wrong." I can't help like how childish are you that that <laughs> is your reaction to something that is a little bit gross? Like I cannot believe that is so wrong and disgusting. You mean like sincerely like that? Not like yeah. not like laughing at me like that's ru- like that's yeah. It's up. like oh, that's kind of gross. You know, it's mm-hmm. like oh, like like people who are legitimately offended. It's people. It's people that like can't yes and a funny like quip. They just have to like no 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 no. That's too disgusting. I can't stand those people. Just lean. Yes, we all know it's a f- disgusting thing, but it's also funny. Just accept it. I I honestly don't. I can't even remember the last time that somebody got offended by. It's it's less offensive and it's more that just like that's the that's that's the reaction that there is. No, I just haven't my, had my, that reaction in all. My order. default reaction is always just like, ha, that's really stupid and gross. Mm-hmm. And I and I like it. You know, like like whenever it it's like whenever you th- you see things on Reddit or read comments on Reddit and then the co- the replies are always like, "Thanks, I hate it." It's like, "All right, you fucking child that you can't someone said the word come. Thanks, I hate it." <laughs> Somebody recorded a podcast bonus content called Cumshaw. Thanks. thanks. I hate it. I, I do like that subreddit sometimes of thanks. I hate it. But sometimes I do really hate what I see. I don't know. The, the, like that, the essence of that reaction to me just feels so childish. Mm. And may, I don't know. Maybe it's because like I've spent enough time on the internet to have seen really gross and disgusting things. And I walked away just fine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a sensitive little bitch. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. See, I I am a sensitive little flower, but I don't comment on things. 
not a commenter. Unless it, I no, I don't even have social media anymore. The closest I get is replying to somebody's tweet. Hmm. Any any recent tweets? I did tweet recently. Ooh, would you care to share? Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, it. <laughs> I just said I am still chasing the high that I felt when I found out Rush Limbaugh died. <laughs> Because I, I felt great. It really improved my day. Wow. Yeah. My opinion on him isn't strong enough for me to have warranted that response. Oh, I was glad when he got cancer, and I'm glad he's dead. Wow. Absolutely. That guy can burn in hell. Wow. I don't feel that strong about a lot of people. Kind of getting there with Greg Gianforte. I'm pretty much there with him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, uh, I don't really have much else of a lead in. Ah. We can take a break now. I guess we might as well. We we've got a we. I guess we can explain a little bit of what this episode is. Oh, I bet these people are so curious. You're wondering why this episode is tight. I'm uh, whatever. You're probably wondering like, what the hell is potpourri? Are these guys nostalgic about fragrant and scented flowers in a plastic bag? No. Well, I kind of am, but I mean, I am too. My grandma's house was filled with that. Oh, I don't think we actually had any. That island Walmart that had all the potpourri and it smells Ooh. like grandma. <laughs> Yeah. Tastes like grandma too. But no, we're using potpourri in the sense of like a, uh, kind of like a grab bag in a way. It, it, we're using it in the Jeopardy sense. You know, mm-hmm. that last category potpourri where it's kind of whatever the fuck they probably couldn't fit into their own category. And it's like, well, we'll just give you whatever. Uh, that is the sense of this in which we have gone through our list of potential episodes and have taken out one's we probably won't get an episode out of, and we'll mm-hmm. just have, we'll just bunch them all together and give you a nice fragrant episode of content. So be sure to listen to this in the bathroom. Yes. You'll need it. All right. We'll see you then. Until then. This has been Paul and Josh. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by me, Josh, or more specifically, Daruma Party. Uh, As you may know, I recently got an office, and that's where the podcast is going to be moving to. To help set off some of the costs, uh, right now, until the end of the month, August 31st, you can get 50% off your order at darumaparty.art slash store using the code OFFICE50. I've got prints, even got a brand new one, stickers, pins, all of it, half off. A lot of it is going to be pretty cheap with that half off, so you might as well get a few things while you're over there. It's the perfect gift for someone. I can't tell you who, but someone in your life will probably love it. That's darumaparty.art slash store, D-A-R-U-M-A party dot art slash store, and use the code OFFICE50 for 50% off your order. Thanks. Sexiest potpourri ever for 200. Gonna love it. Let's turn the lights low and give thanks to this man who also gave the world the first industrial research lab. George. Who is Edison? Correct. Uh, Sexiest potpourri for 400. That's right, baby. In 1534, Suleiman the Magnificent conquered Iraq in leading this empire against Persia. Oh, yeah. Kathy. <laughs> what is the Holy Roman Empire? No. Oh. Larry. What is the Ottoman Empire? Oh, yes. <laughs> I like this category. 600. <laughs> Let's mix business with pleasure. This alphanumeric company is known for scotch tape, but its first product was sandpaper. Kathy. What is 3M? Yes. 
800, please, as sexy as Pumphrey. He was Harding's first confirmed Supreme Court justice. And at 300 plus pounds, that was a lot more to love. George. It was Taft. Right. Sexiest puppy ever for a thousand. Ooh, yeah. Jared Diamond's book, Guns, Germs, and This, examines environmental factors in history. George. What is steel? You got it. When I, I guess I could talk about this on the episode. Are we back? We're back, baby. Okay, we're back. Uh, so when I went, this morning I went and got um, McDonald's breakfast because I was feeling a touch hang hungover. Um, oh yeah, it was just your birthday. So happy birthday, Paul, even though I've told you this already. Yeah, thank you, Josh. Yeah. For all the listeners, it w- was just Paul's birthday. Mm-hmm. Just a couple days ago. Um, but yeah, so I, I went to McDonald's and got some some breakfast and I, all I got was I got, um, a sausage, egg and cheese biscuit and, um, two hash browns. And it seemed like it really caught them off guard that I'd got that amount of food. Cause like the, the guy at the front was like, anything else? And I was like, no. And he's like, Oh, uh, okay. Then I went and picked up the food and he was like, Hey, is there just supposed to be a sandwich and two hash browns in this bag? And I was like, yep. He's like, Oh, okay. It was, it was odd. Huh? That's weird. Yeah. I've certainly ordered calorically way more than that. Before. Oh, I have too. So I don't know. Maybe they just were expecting more. I don't know. Yeah. It is very weird. I mean, basically the thing that I like to do now is like if I, if I'm going out with someone else, I like to do that like Big Mac bundle where you get two Big Macs and mm. then two 10 piece McNuggets for like $16. It's a great deal. I don't great know. deal. And I think you get fries too. Like, Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why wouldn't why would you, you? Why would you get anything else? It's a great deal. And plus, that's like what I'm going to get at McDonald's is a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. It's a great deal. Don't pass up a great deal. Mm-mm. Let's, yeah, just don't. Uh, but moving on to today's episode. Yes. Which is potpourri. I uh, I thought it was potpourri. Pot, potpourri. Um, I had thought about other things that we could do for this episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe because like I, I th- there's a few podcasts I listen to where they'll like throw in like kind of like oddball news that's related to the podcast, right? Are you referring to let me be frank on Doughboys? Things like let me be frank, things like feeding Rando, things like uh, the news story on Cox and Crandor, things like the news story on Abroad in Japan, all those kind of things where it's like. Here's a news article that's kind of funny, and let's just read it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's no fun news about nostalgia. Well, no, because it's a like inherently it has to be an and, old thing, right? And I like I, I also like looked up stuff from old episodes that we've done. Like, okay, maybe there's like something relevant about Pajama Sam. Pajama Sam. Like, I looked up Humongous Entertainment. Absolutely nothing. I looked up fast food toys. The only thing was that there's a new Space Jam food. There's Space Jam toys at McDonald's. Wow, what a what a sizzler of an article, mm-hmm. um, you know. So like, okay, this is not good. So I scrapped that idea entirely. And so now we have come to uh, the potpourri. Oh wait, I actually saw an article recently that I think kind of pertains to nostalgia. Oh, please share. So um, I think it was on CNN. They said that um, Pajama Sam himself had had logged. Um, some hours on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Oh no! Uh, so he's an adult now, obviously. And yeah, yeah, he's so he's a patron of Little St. James. Yeah, he uh, he was on the Little. Pajama Sam goes to Little St. James. Yeah, it was a Ooh. it was a bummer. 
Dang. Used to be one of my heroes. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. What a shame. Yeah. He's fallen along with Arthur, who has a swastika tattooed on his hand. On his hand. Uh, I can't remember. I think that, was that in the Patreon or the regular? I can't episode? remember. I think it was the Patreon, because I remember editing that. Mm. Well, if you would like to hear that joke in its entirety, you can do so. Patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where you get like 20 more minutes of this. I mean, in that one, you got like a full hour, baby. Oh, yeah. We definitely did record a full hour for for one of them. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's great. You'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, but I guess we can start here with the potpourri. Uh, should we lay out the things like... I, I think we just, or should we just go through them? I think we should just go through them. Okay, so here's then, the first... And then if we talk too long about one thing, we aren't beholden to talk about. Cool. So here's the first thing that I've written down that I believe was your suggestion in which I had no idea what the hell it was, but I'm like, I don't know, I'll write down. Paul's giving me stuff. I'm not going to not take his suggestions. And mm-hmm. that is Godfather's Pizza. Yeah. I don't know. Is this a local Helena chain? I mean, it was definitely a chain. I don't think it was local to Helena, though. I feel like it was a national chain. Really? But so I guess this is kind of tied up with some other nostalgic things for me. Um, mainly... It was the place I think I first went when, so I guess I should say what Godfather's Pizza is first. So Godfather's Pizza is just like, it's kind of like Pizza Hut. You know, they have like, they had like the booths or like the tables and stuff like that. And then like a little like salad bar buffet that you could go to. Um, And then they had like a little arcade that you could play at. Um, So it was definitely like a prime, like 90s family, like outing event. Um, and I think the first time that I really remember going was when I used to play soccer for the YMCA team. And it like on the last day of the games, um, we would all, we would get to go on a trip to the, to Godfather's pizza and, you know, have like a little pizza party there and play a lot of games and stuff like that. And another thing that they did for a little while was if you did, um, we had an accelerated reader program at our school. And so if you like read, you know, enough books and like took the quizzes on them to show that you comprehended them as well, you could get like coupons to Godfather's Pizza. Mm. But it was, it was, I mean, I liked it a lot as a kid and then I never really saw it anywhere else and I never really heard anybody else talk about it outside of Helena. So I am curious about how far it's reach was because there clearly wasn't one in Kalispell. No. What kind of pizza was it like? In like in retrospect, looking back, even though you liked it, was it like shitty, cheap, thin pizza, or was it, or was it more like a Pizza Hut where it's like, oh, this pizza's not half bad? I think it was more like a Pizza Hut. Okay, but I honestly, the pizza is the least memorable part for me. Really? Yeah, I don't really remember what it was like mm. at all. There is a, I don't, I, don't, I maybe it, maybe it's kind of a similar thing where like I'm not sure the reach of it. Um, but there was a pizza place in Kalispell called Pizza Factory, mm-hmm. um, which I think it, I think it, I think it's a franchise of some sort. I think they I don't know what exactly what the reach is, but they definitely did have like the shitty, thin, cheap kinds of pizza. I loved it, though. I very distinctly remember their breadsticks. They were so good. Ooh, I, cheap like, breadsticks are often very good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was just like it was just the dough. Covered in a ton of garlic butter and Parmesan cheese. It kind of like was Little Caesars crazy bread. Very much like Little Caesars crazy bread. Yes, but they were all you would get. You would get like sticks that were like ten inches long because mm-hmm. they used they have like those kind of like pie hole where they have just like huge 
they just use huge pies, right? Uh-huh. And then just cut strips right down, like lengthwise, and then right down the middle. Wow. They were they were large. It was great. That sounds good. Love those. They also in they have a very particular. So I don't like ice in my drink. Oh, I didn't know that. I I ice is too cold. Too cold. Which I know sounds stupid, but I have sensitive teeth, and so ice makes liquids too cold a lot of the time. Okay. Um, like I can't bite into ice cream. Cannot do it. Hurts my mouth. Mm. Absolutely will not do it. Um, but there's certain kinds of ice that I'm fine with, and I don't really know what the reason is. Um, maybe it's just because of the way it, abs- I don't know, like distributes its coolness <laughs> or whatever, uh-huh. which isn't correct. It's uh, whatever. But they have like the crushed ice mm, yeah, where they're like kind of like a little pebbly. Yeah. That's my favorite kind of ice. That was good ice. That is definitely like a like a Pizza Hut or like pizza chain mm-hmm. staple is having. And then they, you probably had like those like kind of big cups. Big like the, red plastic cups yeah. with like the weird kind of Pepsi texture on it. Yeah, and sometimes they would say, yeah, like Pepsi or whatever. None of them I feel like ever said Coke. I think they were, I swear they're all Pepsi. Yeah, that probably is true. I have no idea, but yeah, they, that, I, it was short-lived that, that pizza place, pizza mm. factory. Uh, I remember factory it was. Factory got shut down. Hmm? Factory got shut down. Factory got shut down. Um, couldn't find good help. Couldn't find good help. And then people are lazy. Pizza people tried to unionize. It didn't work. Mm, so those Italian chefs. Yeah. Uh, but it was right next to a GameStop. And so that was great. And I think if I remember right, we would, we would go to church and then after church, go to pizza factory. And then I would go to GameStop. Wow. Sounds like a great day. Wonderful afternoon. Yeah. Except for the morning church was boring and lame as hell. Yeah. Uh, lame as hell uh, church yeah. yeah more like lame as freaking heck more yeah yep. actually hell's probably more appropriate because you probably talked about it at some point i don't think so oh, it wasn't catholic that's good so i don't think hell was ever brought up i don't oh, know why you would i want to so every now and then i will remember people in my life and i'm like i'm gonna google this person Mm-hmm. Uh, I Googled the pastor's kid who I remember like, oh, I remember like this guy being real cool and being just like, oh, he's just like, he's older than me. And he seems cool. He seems real. He's good at guitar hero. He can play the bass. Mm-hmm. This guy just seems real cool. Uh, anyway, I Googled him and I was like, I'm going to, let's see, let's see what he's up to. Cause like so many of these people that I Google have no internet presence, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah. You'd think that. That would happen occasionally, but not super often. You, I would think that the people that I spent a lot of time on the computer with would have some kind of internet presence, but apparently not. Anyway, I, I, I looked up this guy's name, and the first thing that came up is he is in... He was the subject of a video in which he was on a plane, mm-hmm. and some lady, like accosted him for being a Trump supporter and she got kicked off the plane. What? Yeah. This is weird. I know. I was like, what the hell is going on here? So you you found out he's a Trumper. I found out he's a Trump, which does not surprise me for a pastor's kid in Kalispell, Montana, who never left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course he's going to be a Trumper, right? That adds up. Um, And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So some lady accosted him and then she got kicked off. Wow, what what kind of a cost? Uh, like physically? No, she just like kind of confronted him, like, like, are you gonna go to the rally? 
I don't know him. I don't know. Maybe he was wearing something. I have no idea. I mean, he must have been it. It'd be insane otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then he he said some dumb conservative platitudes like, I'm here just to defend democracy. <sighs> it's like, all right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a fun story that I uh, remember from, uh, or a fun person. I just, he just like, I remember this guy. I'm going to look him up right now. Mm-hmm. And then turns out there he is in this article. Wow. That is, I mean, that's satisfying. I mean, it's not, good that he's a trumper that he got accosted i guess i don't know there's a lot of problems with that church yeah but looking uh, back like oh yeah like there's <laughs> there's this guy and mm-hmm. then uh there was a big new i remember my mom telling me one day about this like kind of a big scandal i guess one of the youth group guys uh was arrested for i don't know what the proper term is molesting probably among other things oh that's not good at all yeah that's a big deal yep Ooh. Mm-hmm. One of those another one of the guys, those guys was like, he seems pretty cool. <laughs> He's always taking the kids over to his house and hanging out and letting them have beer. Maybe he did. I don't know. I only ever saw him at youth group playing Guitar Hero. That's all we ever did. Wow. Play Guitar Hero and Halo. Dang, at youth group? Yep. That's wild. We never got to do anything like that at youth group. We always talked about wanting to do it, and they were like, no. That's all anyone ever wanted to do. Yeah. So that's all that we did. I think it was like, all right, I guess we'll do God stuff for 10 minutes and then, all right, time to play Halo. See, we we were always like, ours was a lot more focused on like, we're going to play like outside games, which I do like to play outside games, which was fun. Um, but yeah, we never, nobody ever brought in any video games of any sort. Yeah, they were, they were there. Um, also, I just got a funny text that I think we should read on the podcast. Oh, okay. Um. Sorry that this is totally out of everything. I mean, this is a completely grab bag episode. It doesn't matter. Fair enough. Uh, So Joe texted me, executive producer Joe Devine, and he said, Dolly Parton mailed me a book. And then he sent me a picture of the book. Um, It's a child's book. I think it says, Play With Me is the title. It's hard to read. There's a sticker over it. Um, Anyway, he sent me a follow-up text two minutes later. Wait, that's not my address. (laughs) So... He just got a book delivered to him by mistake. <laughs> wow. That's yes. really funny. I thought she only sent books to kids in Tennessee. I think it's all over the world. Wow, really? I thought it was just Tennessee. Good for her. Very generous. Well, Joe, I hope that you uh, enjoyed hearing your this own little story <laughs> happening when you listen to this episode. Wow. Happened in real time, pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, that's basically all I have to say about Godfather's Pizza, I think. Cool. Let's move on to the library. Yeah. I don't know how much, like, I don't... I feel pers- like the library, honestly, maybe we could do a whole episode Maybe. On. Personally, I don't have a lot to talk about that I can remember about the library. I'm pretty sure as I keep talking, maybe there more will come up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, uh, I remember getting my library card, I think, in second grade. Someone from the library, I think, came to our class, mm-hmm. helped us all get library cards or something. Don't remember really ever using it until... Maybe I was eight or nine or 10. And I do remember like maxing out the borrow limit for Goosebumps. Wow. And I just read every single Goosebumps book they had. What was the the limit? 10. 10. Did you go up there with more and they were like, nah? I think so. Wow. So I had to like pick which ones I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then that was also when I was like really into reading. And I don't even think it was for a thing. You're just doing it for fun. I think I think like I just want to read these Goosebumps books because they're quick. It took me like 
an hour and a half to read them, maybe. Mm. That's how I felt with Captain Underpants books. Mm-hmm. Could you read in the car as a kid? Can you read in the car now? Mm, I can read in the car. I think I can read in the car. I mean, I read on my phone in the mm-hmm. car. I don't know if that is any different from reading a book because mm. whatever I'm reading is pretty inconsequential. I feel like if I'm reading a book and I need to pay attention to what I'm reading, there's too much movement going on that I wouldn't be able to focus. Yeah. But do you get like motion sick or anything like that? No. Oh, see, I, I remember as a kid specifically, and I haven't tried to do it since then, but I remember trying to bring books on like road trips and then reading and always feeling really sick mm. when I would do it. We had uh, we, we had kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday on the when we were talking about Magic Eyes. Oh, yeah. Max. We did a lot of Magic Eyes uh-huh. last night. And like, I, I'm starting to learn that I think I'm just really good at adjusting the focus at which my, at like, I can like, really easily manually focus my eyes mm-hmm. it's kind of what it is right because like i i can look i can look at a magic eye and just like really quickly that's what it is and i want to say that a lot of it is just from like having played a game boy so close when i was a kid and then just like i need to relax my eyes and like look away for a bit and then go right back to it so there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh i've got i've got strong eyes i've worked those muscles that control the the, the focus strong farmer's eyes but to that to that end uh i played a lot of game boy in the car so kind of similar similar to reading where you're just fixated mm-hmm. on one thing as you're in like another thing that moves around independent of you i don't know i, I think i just got used to it hmm. interesting i yeah i could just never never get past it yeah i only i only remember ever borrowing goosebumps books In- interesting I, I'm sure I borrowed other things. Maybe, oh, oh, the earliest things I remember borrowing from the library were eyewitness VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. That theme song is so good. I don't think I could even remember it right now. Dun, da, 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 dun, dun, da, 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 dun, dun, da, da, dun, 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 Oh, that sounds dun, familiar. Da, 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 dun. Yeah. That yeah. is really good. It's such a good theme song. I I think that was my favorite part. I remember borrowing ones that I wasn't even interested in the subject on. Just like, I'll get it just because... Gotta hear that theme I song. I gotta hear that theme song. Even though I can just watch the same VHS tape again, it's like, nah. I'll get a new it. one. I was not allowed to get uh, VHS tapes from the library because my parents were convinced it would break our VCR. I va- that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, there was an, also another video rental place that we also weren't allowed to take them from. But mm. I don't think it was legitimate at all. Although VCRs could get dirty and you did. Do you remember you used to have to have those tapes that you could put in and you could clean I'm your VCR? I'm still not sure what they did. I don't either. We had one at one point that you had to put a little liquid in. Yeah. But there was also another one that we had that you didn't. And you just watched the same thing over and over I again. I don't understand. Like, my only, my only guess from my limited knowledge of VCRs, is that the tape is different. It must be. And so when the tape runs against the playhead that, like, reads the information on it, Mm -hmm. it, like, takes dust off or something. So I'm guessing, like, the ones that you put liquid in, because I remember getting, like, the liquid kind. Yeah. It probably just, like, cleans that off with the tape. That must be it. But other than that, yeah, no, it's like, oh, how does this work? That no, that is the thing I haven't thought about in years, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden just came back. That's yeah. the point of this podcast. That is I guess. the podcast. Wow, that was, that was the impetus of this show. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing that like 
No kids today are going to know anything. No. You don't do that with a DVD player. You don't do that with an iPod. No, certainly don't. Mm -mm. You don't do that with a YouTube. You don't do that with a Tic Tac. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. Have you, have you spent any time at the new library here? Uh, Yeah, I actually helped cater an event there for work, but I did not do... I haven't looked around at the books. That's what I meant. Like, have you looked around and like oh. walked around? Nope. Hmm. But it's, it's really nice. I mean, it's got a it great is, view from there. They've got like a deck out there. It is very nice. Uh, it's pretty limiting, I'd say. I like the new library is very much like it's it's like a it's like a working space. Mm -hmm. Like you go there to be productive and then you go to the old library to check out a book. Do the, is the old library still have books? I mean, I assume so, because there's like a third of the books in the new library. Mm, that makes sense. You know, like there's there's like hardly anything like media is on the first floor, which is I learned you can check out video games. Oh, you can just like because MCAT's out there. Mm -hmm. You can just check out a PS4 and play it on like a TV they have in the lobby. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, they also have vinyl. You can check out vinyl from the library. Oh, I, I've heard about that, but I guess I didn't ever... Yeah, Never did very cool stuff. That is cool. Second floor is all kids, and then there's the, just a bunch of kids there. It's just a bunch of kids. They lock them in at night. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and then the third floor is there's like some conference rooms. They have their like uh, kitchen kitchen area for like classes, I guess. Uh, and from what I remember, the they have they have graphic novels up there and then like some reference books, mm -hmm. but they only had like two hundred of the call numbers, like seven seven like zero like I think they were like zeros seven hundred eight hundred nine hundred, all the other numbers weren't there, and I can't imagine they would be on the second floor where all the children's books are. Yeah, that wouldn't make. And there's sense. no books on the first floor, so my assumption is that they're still using the old library where all the books are, and then they just moved over more relevant to what that space needs in that new area. Yeah. I have no idea. Hmm. I didn't, you know, that it, I, hadn't even occurred to me. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it is, it does feel kind of like weird that it's like this thing that's supposed to be like productive. Um, when I don't know, that doesn't seem, I'm you can do productive things at the library, but mm -hmm. yeah, it does seem like it's lost a little bit of that charm of like, I come here just to look at books and read. Mm-hmm which doesn't need to be a productive thing. Yep. It is a very nice space though. Oh, there is when I when I was when I was like trolling around the new library just like to kind of check out the space, see what's going on. Uh I did see something that like I don't know. It it I guess it warmed my heart that like kids are still just kids and not like dumb little influencer clout chasers. Yeah. There was a very typical back of the class nerdy kid that, you know, wears a hoodie that's too big, like track pants that also aren't quite the right size, mm -hmm. playing Roblox on one of the computers wow. on the first floor. And you know for sure, because I looked, that his Roblox, Roblox character wearing all black, <laughs> black wings, huh. black emo hair, giant katana. Nice. I was like, yeah, these kids still exist. <laughs> Felt good. Do you feel seen? Felt good knowing that these weirdos are still out there. Huh. I I definitely felt like feel like that whenever I see a scrawny kid in like a 
t-shirt that says like a graphic tee like walking around town with his hairs like too long or something like that i'm like oh yeah okay awkward kids like us are still around yeah, there are just weirdos still mm-hmm. um, also i just i'm distracted by a text i just got we both just got it and i was gonna respond because and i don't want to oh go ahead the flow of the podcast no go ahead and respond i think i'm gonna offer to pick him up in like 45 minutes did you read the text I did read the text. Yeah, I think I'm going to offer to pick him up in like 45 minutes. That seems like a reasonable amount of time for the podcast, right? Sure. With just the two of us? I think so. Okay. It's funny. I just heard my text come through on your your device. Oh. Well, any uh, anything about the library from you? Yeah. I mean, I remember our library used to have puppets that you could check out. Pu- like finger puppets or like, like marionettes? Like full on like hand puppets. Oh, like a Muppet. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but it would be like it would relate to a book. So like if you were going to check out that book about like the goldfish with the shell with the um, not shells, the uh, scales. Yeah, I don't remember what it the, was. The, the blue fish. Yeah. With the rainbow sparkly. Yeah. Something like that. OK. Um, you could you would get like a fish. I do remember kind of there. I kind of remember there being a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I remember loving to get the puppets for a while. Huh. Like just, I thought it was so cool, and I, I would always try to get like more than one, or they'd be like, "No, you, you can only take one." And I'd be like, "Okay," but then they also it would say they'd have like a whiteboard with a list of all the like puppets you could get, and I remember being really picky about it. Like, mm, polar bear sounds cool, but it's checked out. I don't want to get a lobster, like. And you had to like wait till you got to the line. So like I remember my mom like would always have like a big stack of books she was checking out. And so I had to I, it was kind of like a similar feeling when you're ordering fast food at a in the drive through. You got to like, you know, pick because you got to mm-hmm. make your decision now. Yep. Yeah. It was weirdly stressful and I was weirdly picky about it. Mm. Um, but I, I try to think when my first library card was. I think I might have been in first grade or kindergarten because I had just learned how to write my name. And I remember oh, uh-huh. I could only write my first name. I must have been in kindergarten because I didn't know how to write my like last name yet. So I remember there's like like really like shitty kids handwriting of me just writing P A U L, and then my mom wrote my last name on the back of the card. <laughs> so it's like really nice like cursive after that. And I remember always being like really embarrassed like in like fifth grade, be like, oh, I made this card when I was a baby. <laughs> and so eventually I was like, can I get a new library card? And they were like, sure. And so I, I remember in fifth grade, I had a really stupid way that I thought was really cool of writing my name. I would write P-A-U-L-L, and then I would draw a smile underneath the L's. What? Because I thought smiley faces, I I liked smiley faces a lot. Oh, they were lowercase L's. Yes. I thought they were, I was thinking of like uppercase L's and I was like that kind of looks like a smiley but that's uh, that's a stretch yeah no, I mean it's a stretch to write an extra L on your name <laughs> just so you can do the face yeah that's true that's uh that's pretty funny though but yeah that was uh, I think the last library card I had for the hell in a library mm. and yeah other than that I mean I definitely talked about it on the RuneScape episode with Parker but mm-hmm. I would go to the library and play RuneScape there mm, and like, yep you know you could check out the computer for an hour at a time and your friends would go and you could go play with them. That was that was pretty cool. But I didn't really utilize the library very much. I, I definitely checked out some books occasionally, but mm. um I just uh on your on the topic of puppets, I do remember checking out a craft book. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why I thought it was interesting, but it was like, here's how you can make all of these things. 
And they were like really simple crafts where it's like, take a toilet paper roll and stick some straws on it and some sticks and look, you've got a cow. <laughs> like that kind of lame stuff. And I uh -huh. remember, I don't, I remember thinking that these weren't that cool, but also being frustrated that I couldn't do them well. <laughs> Like, look at this art for babies that I'm struggling yeah, to do. Yeah, why can't I do this? Yeah. I didn't really do much with that book. I remember thinking like, nah, I'm, nope, I'm done. I don't need to. It's like, I could get good at this if I wanted to. Yeah, I'm not gonna. It's kind of like that old, uh, like, Harris Whittles joke where he'd be like, not really impressed when people can juggle. I could do that if I spent a lot of time practicing doing that. I've been watching a lot of clips of old TV shows on YouTube lately. Mm-hmm. Two of which, uh, or both of which, uh, I believe are shows that you also watched when you were when when we were younger. Mm -hmm. It was when be we who's, were younger. Yeah, that'd be whose line is it anyway? Oh yeah, and Craig Ferguson. Oh yeah, I don't like. There's Craig Ferguson. Like every like once a year, will show up on like my YouTube homepage. Like remember this guy? And I say yes, and then I'll watch the videos. <laughs> you say and, yes to to no one. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll say yes to the algorithm. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I'll yes just watch a YouTube whole algorithm. bunch of Craigie Ferg. Craigie Ferg. He's really funny. He is really funny. How can funny. you not like Craig Ferguson? I know, and he it always felt so like... I don't, it felt a, a lot more genuine. It felt like really unpolished. Like he was just... Because I remember every episode... And I guess I don't know why he would do this every episode, why they would even give him them, but he would have like a list of questions and he would tear them up as he was talking to any celebrity, I just remember him always like sitting down, ripping up the paper and throwing it behind him and like sort of settling in. Like it's more of a casual conversation. I think it's... that also was the point of the show. Yeah. I saw a couple comments saying how the whole show was improvised. That would make sense. Like they, they maybe planned out some bits, but everything else they just kind of worked out. And I guess, especially like the, the interviews and stuff. Oh yeah. You know, where it's like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just talk. Who I, knows? Do you remember his sidekick? Jeff Peterson? Yeah, the gay skeleton robot? Yes. God, how can God. you not forget... How can you forget Jeff? Uh, he was so good. I loved that. I Oh, boy. That was like, I think... I don't know. It must have been... No, because I still liked Conan at that point, too. I think... Oh, that must have been when Conan was off the air. I got into Craig Ferguson when, mm. when Conan was like not allowed on TV for a while or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just was like so, so good and... Can you imagine right now in the year of our Lord, 2021, anyone on late night having a gay robot skeleton sidekick and a horse that's made out of two people in a costume who gets like maybe three minutes of airtime every episode, but a dedicated camera. Can you imagine, can you imagine if, if, uh, James Corden oh, had a Jeff he definitely would not, would never, could never. He would not allow it. No. I mean, I could, honestly, I could see Conan doing that because Conan is just like really, really strange. And of course now I feel like even that's too wacky for Conan. There's still, there's still a semblance of like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like normalcy? Like structure. Yeah. To like Conan stuff. It is. I mean, I think maybe older Conan would have had some of that. Maybe. But I think there was a period, like, especially when we were growing up, when it was a lot more structured. Um, but I feel like now he's, like, so renowned and kind of well-respected that, like, 
the network would probably let him do that and he would probably think it's funny if he wanted to do that. I'm talking about Conan? Yes. Mm, yep, I yeah. agree. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean not you wouldn't see it on Fallon or Gordon no. or Colbert. No. If, if if any of them did it, I it wouldn't be funny. Mm-mm. It's like, okay, I think you're trying too hard. Whereas right? Like it yeah. it would feel like they're trying too hard to be weird. Yeah, because it's like that's which not also their... I feel like is it doesn't even fit in the landscape anymore, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, so many of them, like like Seth Meyers and Colbert's shows, are uh, I think they're pretty good. I, I really like Seth Meyers actually, um, but they're definitely way more I think political. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the angle that they've gotten success with. Yep. And then the the Jimmy Fallon and uh, James Corden are way more like celebrity, mm-hmm. like trying to get like you know, like pop stars on and like get like the younger millennials. I feel like to be watching it. Maybe I don't know. Something like that. Like Craig Ferguson is Craig Ferguson feels like either a comedy central or an IFC show. Yeah. Like it's, it's too weird and unscripted and I can't believe CBS let him do a show. Mm -hmm. It was on for so long. It was on for it's and it's great. I just, I guess if anyone doesn't know, you can kind of infer from our conversation, but if you don't know, Craig Ferguson was a late night, late night host, late, late show. Yeah. He was on after uh, Letterman. Speaking of theme songs that slapped, I remember um, at one point, I think the theme song changed a couple of times, but at one point it was a very, very good song. If you, if anyone, like this, this is a channel I've been watching. If anyone is interested in watching Craig Ferguson clips, a lot of which are in very good quality. Uh, the YouTube channel Jay Leno Fly. I don't know why the name is that, but as everything on that channel is like a documentation of Craig Ferguson clips. Excellent. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are just like, here is an hour long video of every single time Kristen Bell has been on and like every interview that they've done, which are hardly interviews. Mm-hmm. It's just like, they're just talking. You, you know, those rare moments on like, yeah, I guess late night talk shows now where the host and the guest are like actually friends and they just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like that's every interview with Craig Ferguson. Yeah. It was, it was always really nice, really refreshing. Also the bits were just so funny and they, he would do the same ones like over and over and over. Uh-huh. Again. Like I remember anytime he referred to, I think it was Paul McCartney. He would show a picture of, um, Angela Lansbury from murder. She wrote uh-huh. uh, on, on his McCartney. mantle. He had a picture of Paul McCartney and her, mm-hmm. and he would always say the two pictures of Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. It was just like dumb shit like his, that. His, also, he had a mantle. Like he like, had a man. He had a mantle, uh, and then guests guests would bring gifts, and he would put it on the mantle, mm-hmm. which is really funny. I remember his big like rattlesnake cup that he his big Jeff before. also had a snake cup. <laughs> uh, I love his bit where like whenever he gets emails and tweets, and he shows the camera, and then he, he like puts it out he, and then takes it away immediately. It, yeah, there's no time to just basically like flipping the paper. It's so funny. Gotta love Craig Ferguson. You have to. You have you have to love Craig. It was so good. And I think that was I remember I think David Letterman I feel like used to be a lot more like wild and stuff from what I've heard and I never really was able to like get into I could never Letterman yeah. stuff. I could never get into Letterman. I I I watched a lot of Jay Leno. Oh, interesting. I couldn't stand Jay Leno. His comedy was and it's probably because it's bad. But because I was young, I could understand it. Mm-hmm. So it was comedy that was funny to a child. Yeah. I guess is a good way to put it. Like, I remember thinking Headlines was the funniest thing ever. I'm just like, hey, guys, look at this. Look at this. 
Look at this. And then I also on a side <laughs> tangent. Jay. When when they do Jay Leno impressions on Doughboys, fucking kills me every time. I oh no, that's just wrong, Jay. I live for that shit. Yeah, it's so. But like, look I thought this. headlines. <laughs> I thought headlines was like so funny, and at, I I it was 2010, 2011 is when I really started to not like Jay Leno because the segments he would do on the Tonight Show were things I had seen two weeks ago on Reddit and meme base mm. oh, or yeah. I can have cheeseburger or whatever it eventually became. So it was already recycled garbage. I probably. remember seeing that already. And it's like, wait a minute. I've already seen that. And that was the first time I remember thinking like, I don't like Jay Leno anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, this guy, these, these jokes are just written by someone old men, else and they are not mm-hmm. with the times. Yep. But yeah, I I could never get I could never get into Letterman. I he was for a child too highbrow. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he used to be a lot weirder, and then but like there was no way to really watch that stuff when we were growing up. There wasn't like the plethora of YouTube stuff. I'm sure yep. now you could probably go find it and find oh, some yeah. really good stuff. Definitely. But yeah, like the I feel like once he was kind of like older and like a little more relaxed, it was just kind of like. Probably entertaining for like adults, but as a kid, yeah. I liked top 10 lists, but at the same time, I didn't really understand them. I didn't either. Because there would always be really contemporary like news jokes, and I'd be like, I know. I remember thinking just like that, his number one is not, I don't, it's not funny. Mm -hmm. His number seven was so much funnier than his number one. It'd be like a poop joke or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I could never under, like, a lot of times they also didn't really seem to fit a theme. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like top 10 of whatever. And it's like none of the answers really I could I could never piece the two things together. Yeah. Of the topic and the answer. Yeah, it was. I feel like it was a good bit for a while and then probably just went on too long. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. But moving from late night to prime time. Prime time. Whose line is it anyway? Oh, whose line? Gotta love whose line. Gotta love whose line. Another show that again will show up on YouTube for me. And I'll just click it and I'll just watch all of the old sketches that they did. Mm-hmm. I It's on HBO now. and uh, mm, All so, the old episodes? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you can watch just, there's so many seasons of it and it's so good. It's fun too to like skip to go to like the first season and they're like all pretty much the same in quality. They're all just as good. But the only thing that changes is like the camera quality. Like their outfits don't really change. I mean... Of course, they're like different outfits, but like, yeah, it's like the same exact style. Wayne's always going to be wearing a silk shirt and like flare dress pants. Uh huh. And then, yeah, like Ryan's Ryan, got blue leather shoes. Yeah, exactly. And like a button up shirt that like Colin's wearing a shirt that's too big. Yeah, that that show I feel like wouldn't happen anymore because those people are all like, well, except for Wayne Brady. He's pretty handsome. But everybody else was just like normal looking people. Uh huh. There's like they just don't let normal looking people on TV anymore. No, which is so fucked up. You got to be hot. Yeah, you got to be hot. Like somebody on Twitter the other day was like, did you guys know that Norm is supposed to be like 35? And then it was a picture of Norm from Cheers. And then somebody like replied like, yeah, this is when they used to let normal looking people on TV. <laughs> it's like, also, if you shaved your boyfriend's beard and took off his hipster glasses, he would look like Norm from <laughs> Cheers, just so you know. Uh, but I thought that was very true. I was like, oh, yeah, they don't like there aren't just like normal looking people on TV. Do you have any particular favorite games from Who's Line? Um, I always really liked uh, Scenes from a Hat. Uh, that was, I think, probably my favorite. And uh, whenever they would do 
um, like the lost reporter. Was that what it was called? Where like they have like a green screen. I think it was just called green. I, I always called it green. Screen. Maybe it's called green screen. I watched a few clips of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's really funny about that clip. Hmm. Drew Carey has to explain what a green screen is. Oh yeah. He's like, so Colin is in front of what we call a green screen. And so he can't see anything behind him, but all of you here can see it. And it's like, wow, that is so wild that the audience has to learn what a green screen is. Mm-hmm. I also, I remember learning not a, not a, like a short time ago, but not a long time ago either. That like one of the reasons why it's so funny consistently is because they cut out all the bad, the sketches that flop or when it's not funny. Like there's, there's a lot that's, uh, Mm-hmm. cut out which oh, makes yeah. sense like you can you can look up bloopers on youtube where they're at where so many times like they have to reset mm-hmm. and it's like oh i couldn't think of anything and i just said fuck huh. <laughs> well we gotta we gotta cut that yeah they but it's just so good i but it's still so impressive that they're able to come up with any of that oh yeah right? especially the songs and stuff like that uh-huh. like even though like they it's i don't know there, there's probably like I don't. I wonder how many like passes they make at it, right? Because like it, it's really hard. Because even now, when you're watching it without knowing any of the behind the scenes stuff, it really does just seem like they've come up with that right then and there. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, you know, they probably know what games they're going to be playing ahead of time. They probably know, you know, some. They probably know enough stuff that they can at least start thinking about things and start building things up. Yeah. Where it's still it's still improv, but it's not like super on the fly improv. But I always just remember being so impressed whenever Wayne did a song. Oh yeah, I mean, I I will say that I didn't. Those were never my favorite parts of the show, for whatever reason. It just I didn't think it was as funny. But he is so good at it, and it is mm-hmm. definitely a skill. Oh and yeah, like so many genres and styles and stuff like that, and just yeah, it's insane that he can do that. Have you have you seen him just freestyle on like this? radio program Mm-mm, no he does like a he, i guess he does like a rap battle with someone like on a radio station wow there's a great video of it and he just he kills it oh i bet it's great um but i i really liked props oh props was really good because too. it was it was easy for me like again i'm a kid mm-hmm. so you, like you a want lot them of, to use those things as boobs that's pretty much what i was looking <laughs> yeah, for was all of them boobs and dicks yeah but a lot of times uh the jokes from scenes from a hat would go over my head. Mm. And I did not understand what was so funny about them. Um, so I really, I really like props. I really liked hoedown. Um, I really liked, uh, I really liked the ones where it's, it's Colin and Ryan. And then they took, they picked two audience members to do all the sound effects. Oh yeah. That's a good one. That's so funny. Cause no, they don't know what to do or they have them like, move their arms because uh-huh. everybody's always so bad or like yeah you can tell that they like are just excited to be up there and they're like not paying attention to the scene so they'll uh-huh. just like put their arms in like weird positions but they are also just normal people that will not know what to do oh yeah or so- they'll just like stand there and like not do anything and just watch for a while that's my favorite when mm-hmm. they're just clearly not paying attention and too excited to do anything have you watched any of the new who's line uh no i haven't actually I've watched a, I've watched a handful of episodes. Yeah. And it's pretty hit or miss. Mm. And I don't really know why cuz it's still Ryan and Colin and I think Wayne Brady is still also on like a good number of them too. So it's still like the same three people. Mhm. But there's there's something I don't know. There's just something about the humor where it's like 
I don't know. Maybe it's trying to be too modern or oh, something. Like they they aren't leaning into their own like area of expertise. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's it's I think it's a lot like The Simpsons, right? Yeah. Where New Simpsons, for whatever reason, just isn't that funny, even though it's all the same characters and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you can watch all the old ones and they're pretty timeless. And yeah. Same thing with like Whose Line, where it's like, oh, all those old episodes are still very funny. But like I I, I just I cannot laugh as much. On the on the new on the new series, mm. but I think it's still worth watching. Good to know. I wonder if that's on HBO. The last I watched it, it was on the CW, and you could watch it for free. Oh, I remember when we had that CW app on. Uh, yeah, on the Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the other the 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 last two I guess kind of categories I have here, and I don't know if you want to do both or only one of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. They're uh, fad toys, which we've kind of talked about a little bit, but I feel like there's maybe some more discussion around them. Yeah. Particularly with spy toys. Oh, yeah. Which, I remember having a big spy phase. Yeah, because like I I would, I don't know anyone else that would really want to talk about it. There's one person that I would love to have on. He's a guy that makes... he he His name is Billiam. He, makes a, he has a YouTube channel where he talks about a lot of the same stuff that we do, but in video format. Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot about like fad toys and like 90s toys and like all those kinds of things. I would love to have him on and talk about spy toys. I don't think it'll ever happen. Maybe not. Um, and then also like, like just old technology that we used to have, like MP3 players, cell phones, if you remember any of those. So I don't know if you want to do one, the other, both. Um, I will put, I will, I'll put, I'll pull, I'll throw the, throw the ball in your court. I, I mean, current, I think. I'm leaning more towards the spy t- spy toys right now. Let's that's, do spy toys then. That's I, what I'm think feeling. I I will start off with that. I always thought they were so cool, and I got one, and I don't remember what it was. It might have been a. It was some sort of like, it looked like an igloo, hmm. and it had a laser coming out of it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But it was yeah. not. It was not an alarm. No. But it was it, yeah. Or maybe it was. I don't remember. I, I think, think it, it might, was an alarm, right? It might have been because I remember distinctly thinking like I want the alarm one, so I know when someone goes into my room. <laughs> but then thinking, maybe I was just disappointed that it was bad. I don't really know. Well, I I think I had the same thing. Did it hook onto a pen? No, mine was a standalone thing that used like a AAA. Ba- I also remember thinking like, who the hell? AAA batteries. We never have AAA batteries. I remember being so upset that he needed a AAA because mm-hmm. we never had AAAs. Batteries not included. No. Yeah, I, I had the same thing. Maybe I didn't hook it up to a pen either, but um, I had the same little igloo looking thing. And I remember doing the same exact thing, like putting it in my room on my dresser right next to the door and then be like, now I'll know if someone comes in my room. And then it occurred to me, I'll already know somebody's coming into my room <laughs> because I can see my door from everywhere. It's just a room. Yep. And if I'm not in my room, I won't be able to hear the alarm go off. Yep. It's like, this is totally useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of those spy toys uh, just always seem so cool in the commercials. And I also remember, I remember like going to Shopco and like looking at all the toys, thinking like, wow, this would be so cool to have. Mm-hmm. And then also looking at like $29.99. I was like, my parents will never buy this for me. Oh, now it's got to be, did you guys have like a limit? I feel like if I wanted something... I, if it was $10 or under, there was a good chance I could like convince them to get that it. That was about the limit for me too. Like I could make a convincing argument if it was under $10, anything mm-hmm. more and it needs to be an occasion. Yeah. You're, you're getting the birthday and Christmas level. It's stuff an there. occasion or I'm not getting anything else for a long time. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I think I my spy spy toys came in like a kit. I don't remember anything else that was in the kit except for there was a pen that you could connect to various devices. But the big one I remember was the alarm. Huh. Um, and I remember one year for Halloween being a spy. I remember that was my that was I was a real little kid though. I think that was even before I got the spy kit spy spy toys. Like a. I guess he's more of a secret agent, but like a James Bond spy. Did you like James Bond? No, I just wore a trench coat and sunglasses and a hat. Oh, one of those spies. Like a real like 1950s kind of spy, I feel like. Yeah. How also like unless everyone looked like that in the 50s, you're really giving yourself away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, where did that stereotype come from? Right. Of like like tan trench coat, fedora, dark sunglasses, shoulders hunched up and like. Well, I don't know. I guess that that comes from somewhere. Isn't that how like Deep Throat dressed when in like the Watergate scandal? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. I wonder if that's where it came from. Like just wanting to not be like recognized in like a dark parking garage, and then like I guess follow them. Definitely raises suspicions in the first place. Oh yeah, identity notwithstanding, you look sketchy as hell. Mm -hmm. I. I watched um, the TV show The Americans last year during quarantine, and that show is really interesting because it's about like Russian spies who live in the United States as regular American citizens. Mm-hmm. And so they, when they wear disguises, they like have to just look like real normal people. And they actually did a really good job with it. Like occasionally, one of them would have you know like a really goofy wig or something <laughs> like that. But for the most part, they looked like like you could theoretically believe that that is a real person huh. who's not doing anything weird and they would have to like like one of them was like he pl- he essentially played this character named Clark for like 3 years and ma- like married this woman all in like like a, as a side thing like he's got his normal personality where he's like the spy with his like family you know or whatever and then yeah he had like this whole like third life essentially whoa yeah is got real deep it was a real good show that's kind of just what i'm talking about now i guess interesting it's a great show yeah, spy toys were weird. They were everywhere. They're all over. The, uh, like any like any sort of like covert technology was just huge during the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like you remember the the commercials for like uh, those journals that had a voice activated lock. Yeah, I feel like they really convinced people hard to be like, yeah, your siblings are reading your diary. Uh huh. It's like, oh yeah, I don't have a diary, so not my problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't want my brothers coming into my room, but. I mean, if I wasn't there, there was nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I uh, never, af- after the disappointment of, I'm guessing that trip alarm, lost all interest. Yeah, it, it was all very like breakable stuff. Yep, all cheap crap. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about like cell phones or MP3 players at all? Or do you think, do you think there's anything there? I don't really have much interesting to say about it that I didn't already probably say on the iPods episode. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, in that case, Paul. Oh yeah, there's a segment. I have a segment for you. Wow. I think I think this will be pretty fun. So, Paul, here is our brand new segment: the state of the nation. Whoa. Oh my God. This is fun. (laughs) 
Welcome, everybody, to the State of the Nation. Wow, that was a song. Did you make that? I'm not telling. Okay. Uh, in our most recent Patreon episode, Paul, you had mentioned the game Nation States. That's true. Therefore, I think it'd be really fun for us to start our own Nation State and then check in every now and then. Oh, that's a great idea. So I have I have pulled up a new nation for Nation States, Paul, and together we will build... Well, we'll, we'll think of a name when we get there. Okay. So we'll start here with, uh, I guess, the uh, type of, I don't know, I guess, like society that it is. And we have nine options here. Okay. We have um, anarchic, libertarian, capitalist, liberal, centrist, conservative, socialist, authoritarian, and tyrannical. Hmm. What is our what will what will this nation be? I think we go anarchist. That's my vote. Anarchic. All right, anarchist. I think we should just flip flop, and we'll each answer one question. Okay. Um. So, question one: A country should be judged by how it treats its worst off citizens, and these are on a scale of strongly disagree to strongly agree. Uh, I will say agree. We have an increase in welfare, education, income equality, and inclusiveness. Mm. Paul, question two is for you. Question two. Corporations are good for society. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. We have an increase in authoritarianism, an increase in ideological radicality, income equality, eco-friendliness, and a decrease in retail and economic freedom. Oh. Marijuana should be legal. Strongly agree. I always thought that was a funny question. I think that's funny that it's still the same questions like back when I would make this. Really? Yeah, like back when I was. Wow. Uh, we have an increase in recreational drug use, of which the icon for it is a gray, like a, a nor like stereotypical alien oh. with big bug eyes. <laughs> that is the icon they have for it. Uh, we have an increase in pizza, civil rights, niceness, and nudity. Wow. And a decrease in law enforcement, lifespan, and employment. Huh. <laughs> All right. Question four. This is for you, Paul. The world needs to rediscover its spirituality. Can I pick the middle one? You have to agree or disagree. There is no neutral. Oh, really? Yes. Um, I'm going to say agree. Agree. I just want to see what happens. So we have an increase in spirituality, an increase in pacifism, and an increase in compassion, but a decrease in scientific advancement. Mm. Question five. Young people should perform a year's, a year's compulsory military service, to which I say strongly disagree. We have an increase in youth rebelliousness, an increase in political freedom, an increase in recreational drug use, an increase in civil rights, a decrease in manufacturing, and a decrease in defense forces. Paul, here's number six. Capitalism is on the way out. Agree. Agree. We have an uh, increase in income equality, an increase in government size, a decrease in average income, and a decrease in economic freedom. I feel like I'm trying to make this kind of more anarchy-like, and I keep accidentally making the government bigger. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see what happens. That's the fun of the game. Mm -hmm. Number seven, without democracy, a country has nothing. 
I would very much love to give this one a neutral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this doesn't have to be your opinion. It can just be how you want the, the nation to be. That is true. Uh, let's say strongly disagree and see what happens. We have an increase in authoritarianism, in law enforcement, and in ideological radicality, and a decrease in political freedom. Oh, we already had a lot of that, so that's okay. Number eight, Paul. It's best to deter criminals rather than rehabilitate them. Mm, I'm going to disagree. Disagree. It's not a very anarchist answer to agree with that. Here is an increase in welfare, education, compassion, and inclusiveness. Uh, and now we have to decide the nation's history. Again, we have nine choices. Are we violent segregationists? Recently undiscovered or recently discovered undiscovered tribe. That's a very weirdly worded <laughs> phrase. Uh, I'm assuming it means, uh, yeah, I guess that's... Recently discovered, undiscovered tribe. Yeah. Uh, sackers and salvagers, like-minded isolationists, plucky, malnourished pioneers, ethnic-cleansing refugees, diplomatic homeland wranglers, civil bloodbath survivors, or long-suffering, but still optimistic, pilgrims. <laughs> Um, boy, that was a lot of options. That is a lot of options. What was the, there was a middle one about, um, plucky malnourished pioneers. Oh, yeah. I like that. We're plucky. Here we have an increase in environmental beauty and intelligence. Brave, decreasingly well-financed explorers traveled across the globe in search of virgin lands. Upon finding them declined to notify homeland. Wow. Go to the next page. It is now time for us to name our nation, Paul. What do you think it should be? Hmm. Should it be something podcasty? Should it be something just whatever? I think it should be something just whatever. Should we hit the random button and then just see what comes up? Oh, sure. Russ Redtano. Do you like that? We can hit the random button again. Hmm. What if we call it the nation of Kumshaw? This is now the nation of Kumshaw. All right. All right. Oh, here. This is. I don't know how easy this is going to be, but we need a classification of the type of government. And there are so many. <laughs> we have things like republic, kingdom, empire, commonwealth, federation, colony, and it 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 scrolls for so long. Uh, I say whatever sounds. Federation sounds kind of cool. I like that. The Federation of Cumshaw. Federation. All right. Uh. Is there a particular country's flag you would like to use for Cumshaw? No idea. I'll let you pick that. Oh, uh, let's hit random. It is Somalia. Oh, perfect. A nice blue flag with a white star in the middle. What is our currency? Our currency should be pickles. Pickles. The pickle. Or the pickles. Pickle. The pickle. pickle. What is the national animal? My wife. The my wife. And of course, the motto is patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. All right, let's uh, finish this up here. And what I think we'll do to finish out the state of the nation is uh, just to run through the initial issues that they have you do. Sure. Uh, that will further develop your nation. And then we'll check back in at another time. Perfect. Okay. 
Uh, here we have the Federation of Cumshaw, Iron Fist Socialists. That's not what I was going for at all. Region of the Pacific. Civil rights are frightening. Economy is developing and political freedom is few. What? Zero influence. I guess the influence part makes sense. I feel like we should have a lot more civil rights. Well, we can work on that. The Federation of Cumshaw is a fledgling, socially progressive nation remarkable for its state-planned economy and absence of drug laws. The cynical, devout population of 5 million Cumshawians are ruled with an iron fist by the socialist government, which grants its people the freedom to do whatever they like so long as it doesn't involve getting richer than anybody else or challenging the government. The large, liberal, socially-minded, well-organized government juggles the competing demands of welfare, education, and healthcare. The average income tax rate is 44.8%, but much higher for the wealthy. The, de- the developing Kamshawian economy, worth 136 billion pickles a year, is driven entirely by a combination of the government and state-owned industry, with private, uh, with private enterprise illegal. However, for those in the know, there is a slick, highly efficient, quite specialized black market in trout farming, book publishing, information technology, and uranium mining. Book publishing. <laughs> black market book publishing, baby. The private sector mostly consists of enterprising 10-year-olds selling lemonade on the sidewalk, but the government is looking at stamping this out. Average income is 27,251 pickles and distributed extremely evenly with little difference between the richest and poorest citizens. Crime is totally unknown thanks to a capable police force and progressive social policies in education and welfare. Cumshaw's national animal is the My Wife, which frolics freely in the nation's many lush forests. Cumshaw is ranked 198,626th in the world and 4,695th in the Pacific for highest wealthy incomes with 33,575 standard monetary units. Wow. Our little nation. Shall we move on to the issues? Yes. All right. Here is the first issue with the headline. Harry Potter Censorship Row. The latest Harry Potter book to hit schools across Cumshaw has stirred up the greatest controversy yet. You can tell really just like how old a lot of these are. Yep. It's based on this. <laughs> All right. Here's the debate. Response one. I quite enjoyed the book until I got to the part where Harry summons evil demons to do his bidding, says religious leader Minerva Gennaro. Now that's just wrong. We need to restore some sense to this debate by which I mean we should remove this book from the shelves, salt it thoroughly, and burn it. Argument two, Teachers Union President Thundu Mendez says, Come on, the book is fantasy, and it's a damn good read. I'd like the government to issue a statement of support for our teachers and librarians so kids can enjoy good books without interference from religious wackos like Christians. Is that... Uh, is that Those are the two the arguments. Two? I, we go to the second one, it's baby. It's got to be the second one, right? I, I mean, I'm trying to make this as anarchist as possible. The talking point? The latest Harry Potter book is a bestseller. Let's move on to issue number two. All right. Issue number two is regarding compulsory organ harvesting proposed. Tempers flare in Cumshaw as civil libertarians and the healthcare lobby clash once again over mandatory post-mortem organ donation. The debate... Response number one, it's not as crazy as it sounds, says Dr. Kendra Jones. 
every day people die because we don't have the organs to save them. Well, that and widespread underfunding of the health system. But the point is, if the government allowed us to take organs from dead people, we would save hundreds of lives a year. And come on, it's not like dead people need them. Argument number two, keep your damn hands off my organs, says alarmed hospital pageant Peter Rabin. They are my organs and I'll do with them what I like. The government has no right to my body. So there's just the two options? There's not a third? That is the, those are the two options, yes. Wow. I remember there being more third options in this. Maybe um, we'll see some thirds. I hope so. I, I mean, in real life, I would say compulsory organ donation is great. That's awesome. But it, I'm trying to make this place an anarchist state, so I'm inclined to go with the second one. What do you think, Josh? Let's do the second one. Let's throw a wrench in things. Okay. Organ donation rates are among the lowest in the region. Here's some headlines from the Kamshaw Journal. Uh, unrelated, I believe. Woman dies in elevator shaft mishap. Avant-garde gallery popular, yet confusing. Two stabbed in parking dispute. Income's rising, economist says. Wow. All right, here comes. Issue number three, the headline reads, Uranium deposit promises to enrich Cumshaw. Prospecting company Nukes4U has uncovered a large uranium deposit in Cumshaw's southwest. Here are the three options to choose from. Number one, this is a terrific find, claims Nukes4U CEO Prathik Griffin. Or Pratik? I don't know. I have no idea. Look, we know that as a private company, we weren't really meant to be prospecting in communist cumshaw, but this could provide an enormous stimulus to your economy and create thousands of new jobs. It's a win-win. Perhaps we could mine on behalf of the state under a public service contract? All we need from you is permission to bulldoze the rainforest, and that's on top of the deposit. Option number two. You've got to be kidding, says green politician Willow Murdoch. The rainforest is thousands of years old. This company needs more environmental protection, not less. And to destroy the environment in order to mine uranium that then goes into nuclear bombs, well, that really sticks in my craw. And number three. There's no need for an either-or decision, says government's Minister for Mining, Clearfelling, and the Environment. We can preserve most of the rainforest and allow mining of a small part. After all, think of all the good that money from this uranium deposit can bring to Cumshaw. Well, shit, Josh, I'm going to give you the reins on this one. Ooh. Are we trying to be more anarchist, or are we just trying to pick, uh... That's what my goal. Hmm, okay. No rules. Hmm? No rules. But corporations aren't really anarchist. That's my thing. That's true. But if we're going no rules, just let them do what they want. I guess that's true. So we're going with that first one, and we're letting nukes for you in. Okay. The country's famous rainforests are being bulldozed by the mining industry. The first I am hearing of these rainforests. <laughs> Cumshaw was reclassified from Iron Fist Socialists to a libertarian police state. Oh, that sounds way worse. The Cumshaw economy rose from developing to reasonable. Wow. And we have one final issue to close out uh, the state of the nation. The headline reads, Leader, don't tear down that wall. Plans to demolish a disguised widget foundry in Cumshaw City have met unexpected controversy. Work by Pranksy, a famous graffiti artist, has, its, has been discovered on its walls. Another three options here. This looks to be a previously unknown work from his early puke green stick figures phase, proclaims popular art lover and broadcaster Melvin Blog. 
The building must be preserved in its entirety so that these masterpieces can still be seen in their rightful context. Number two. Graffiti? Bah! exclaims Mayor Chip Gonzalez. This is just vandalism, and so-called artists should be forced to clean it up. My cousin is in charge of the site, and I've given and I've given ourselves planning permission, so let's go ahead with the demolition. Economic progress can't be held up by a few wall doodles. And the final argument, let's compromise, says Charles Sour Cheese, a modern art collector. Why not just remove the section of the walls that bear Pranksy's works into a suitable museum, such as <clears throat> mine, and then let the rest of the old building be demolished? I'd appreciate that greatly, and you do know I'm one of your party's most public supporters, don't you? Wow. Oh. I'm inclined to do the first one. Really? Yeah. I'm inclined to do the third one. The third one. Yeah. That belongs in a museum. Yeah. That's what Indiana Jones would say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Okay. Government theft from poor artists to give to rich allies has been dubbed the reverse Robin Hood policy. Nice. And those are all the issues we have to discuss. All right, well, we'll check in next time and- uh, We'll check in next time. Ooh, we can have the guests vote on what they think we should do. We'll see how this progresses and how this all ends up working out. But that has been the State of the Nation. And with that, that's the episode. That's the episode. That's it. Got another one in the old bag, as they say. Um, Yeah, if you have any thoughts about pizza or the library. Godfathers? Huh? Godfathers. Godfathers, Pizza Factory, your local public library, Craig Ferguson, whose line is it anyway? Spy Toys? Or literally anything else. Or literal potpourri. Or literal potpourri recommendations. Uh, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod. Or send us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. Um, How often do you check that email? Regularly. Okay. I was going to say, have we been getting emails? And maybe we just We have been getting emails, in fact. And it's oh. always lovely when emails come in. I respond to them. Uh, and I'm glad... That there is some correspondence between us and our listeners. I thought we would be reading them on, on the air. Uh, we could be. Well, they're not I've, that good. I, I've just been screenshotting them and sending them to you. Oh, okay. So I have seen them all. You have seen, you've seen them all. Oh, I see. I see. Yep. Uh, but yeah, if you, uh, if you have anything you want to tell us, send us an email. Anything you want us to talk about, send us an email. Uh, and also we haven't asked for this in a while. You should review the show. Yeah. You can do it on iTunes. I don't know who else has show reviews. I know Spotify doesn't. Uh, but yeah, if you listen on a platform in which you can rate and review the show, we would appreciate you doing so. Uh, let's see what else is on the old docket. Of course it is patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. My favorite website in the world. His favorite website. In which you can be. You can become a part of Cumshaw. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a citizen of Cumshaw, you can do so over on Patreon. And what does being a citizen entail you, Paul? Well, you get lots of uh, content. I almost said free, but it's, it's not, not free. free. You're paying for it. Um, yeah, you get episodes of all the After Dark series, and then you can uh, listen to all the new Cumshaw episodes. That's true. It's more of this. Much more of this, in fact. Yeah. A little less structured. A little more relaxed. 
Yeah, a little more relaxed. It's like you're on the beach. Yeah, we're on that beach that makes you old. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. From so, that movie. Uh, listener, beware. Yeah. I guess that really does it. Uh, Paul, anything you want to plug? Nope. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, we still haven't planned ahead. So who knows what next week will bring us? I certainly don't. Me neither. So with that, me thank- neither. Me neither. So with that, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find him on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. And I suppose it's time to say goodbye. 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 Wow. Wow. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.